Introducing the award list winning podcast. It's the Intellectual Saviors with your hosts, the Pedo. You hear about that Chinese woman that uh, tried to flush her kid down the fucking toilet? There's a perfectly fine toilet in every house. The Ginger Bear. No, no dirty Mexican came in and took my job yet, so. And the Pivot Man. That after payday, I will rape the most beautiful. <laughs> they haven't won any awards, but they've won your hearts. The shit we say on this show. <laughs> yeah, they keep never ending. They keep getting worse. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing a very uh, slow but steady uh, just downfall of the show. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be hard to bring on new listeners with that kind of shit. Yeah. Mm. That's all you need to know about us. The very opening. Intellectual, my ass. These guys are just rude and obnoxious. I don't know about you guys, but I wanted to point out that usually we do the show on the weekend, but we're doing this on uh, Wednesday. And yep. today is June 19th. And I just want to point that out. But you know what today is, kids? Shut the fuck up, Michael Benz, because nope. you're a fucking cunt. Nope. Day. T- today is Juneteenth. You know what Juneteenth is? This is a holiday, man. Uh, it's a... I don't know. Otherwise, Fucking Wednesday. Otherwise known National Day of Farting. Nope. Otherwise known as Freedom Day or Emancipation Day. Uh, this is a holiday that's uh, mostly from Texas, but they do actually, I guess, celebrate it in a few other states. Um, you know that after Abraham Lincoln did the Emancipation Procl- Proclamation to release the slaves, he did it in 1862, and then on January 1st of 63 is when it took effect. But in the southern states, they were rebelling against the, you know, the northern states still, and they kind of didn't put the word out to the slaves. So they didn't learn about it in Texas until almost two and a half years later. <laughs> so when nice. they finally, when the southerners finally came, <laughs> or the uh, the northern finally came down and kind of took over control of Texas, then they, you know, announced it. So on June 19th of uh, 1865, that's the day that the slaves are actually freed in Texas. So, see, if they would have had, uh, like, Twitter or Facebook, they would have known that shit literally in, like, two <laughs> minutes. But, unfortunately, we didn't have high-speed internet back then, so. And most of the slaves didn't know how to read or write. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that part. But just to uh, segue. Not to any fault of their own. No. Just to segue, uh, if you guys are listening and you want to check us out on the uh, Facebook or iTunes, you can go to the search and type in the Intellectual Saviors and you'll find us. Or go to Twitter, at the Intel Saviors. Was your segue for, like, from the Twitter comment, or was it from like, hey, if any of you African Americans out there had family members, in uh, Texas say no, that were I wouldn't, slaves. I wouldn't say it. I don't <laughs> like the term. I don't like the term African American. I think it's bullshit. Uh, they're they may be black, but they're Americans. They are Americans. They're part of us. They help build this fucking country. Yeah, but we're not really Americans either. I know, but we don't go by European Americans. I don't think most blacks like to go by African American. I think they think it's stupid too. They're Americans, goddammit. They're suffering with the rest of us. They don't get a fucking pass. Yeah, we're so suffering here. Well, you know. Doing so terribly. Hey, man. With our nice air conditioners. I was going to say. And processed food. That part sucks, actually. I was going to say, that's no good. 
the good Monsanto food that we're all consuming. That's the thing that's funny about us is we're supposed to be this great country and there's just so many no, things we should be doing. No, we're we're a great country. There's a difference. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Well, thanks for bringing that down. <laughs> down straight to the fucking ground. What an ass. So what do you got for us, Boggs? You got big stuff for us? Yeah, you're you're big off last stuff. week, so I was off last week. How was it? How was it, everybody? You guys can comment below what you thought of the show. Damn. I uh, I commented last week saying what the f- what the hell is this? But uh, I'm very disappointed in our listeners. They, we haven't got a good push on that last show. <laughs> it's because it, we didn't talk about anything. It was a little yeah. bit different show for us. Yeah, it was a very in every very way. different show. <clears throat> we talked about games, and that's not really like our shtick, but it was fun. No, it's, it's, it's actually starting to get some more hits lately. I thought our friends at uh, Digital Frustrations were pretty fun. I thought they were amusing. It was a, d- a change of pace. But. Oh, yeah. I liked having them on for sure. I think next time that we have them on, though, we need to do like a political. I know that they're going to have nothing, but it would still be fun. It'd be well, four of me. You only need one of me. <laughs> that's the problem with that. I have a really good shtick here with. You know, having one voice that's kind of null and void, but four. But even still, it'd be fun like, hey, just to... It's kind of like, like when, we have, when we've had guests in the past, and like, all right, they're going to contribute to the conversation, and then they don't say anything. Or they're Christina, and we literally make fun of them in the theme song that they make a point, and then they just kind of like die in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. When's she coming back on? Uh, so today, <laughs> I figured... Uh, I didn't really have a Bible thumps per se, but I wanted to get your opinion on what you thought about... Uh, that little God's cooking God's way thing. What you think about just like the marketing that they do for it? Nobody knows what you're talking about. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. Only me and you know what we're talking about. Here, yeah, here's I, a text message we got from a for, poor friend of ours who's been recently mauled by a bear. Mm. Um, it just showed like a little, you know, it was the picture of someone's back, win- uh, the window in the back. And Other it car. says cooking God's way, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming, I, first off, I can't read all the, uh, the fine print on it. But to me, it was another way of marketing that is fucking genius. Let me give you an example of why it's genius marketing. You know what I would do if I wanted to make money in music? Go to Christian rock? Yeah. That's not how I do it. Straight up. Go to the country, dude. You don't have to have any fucking talent. It's the same song over and over. Hey, guess what they say in country music, though? Oh, I know, dude. They love gods and guns and, you know, rebel flags and shit. I get it, but... And treating women like shit. Let me drink my beer real quick before I finish that. <laughs> <laughs> and treating women like shit. And just go back and listen to like the way that women are objectified and viewed. <sighs> so Tequila makes your clothes fall off. It's like, hey, dude, just feed the little animal tequila and shit just falls off and you can just look at her all day. Mm-hmm. Is that song about his grandmother or something? Uh, I don't know. I think it is. I don't really pay it's attention disturbing to the lyrics very much. It, as that is. But, but anyway, yes, country music does suck. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I didn't know about this song till recently. I don't even know if it's a new song. I really don't give a fuck. I, but this is another reason why I hate country music. It's not just because it's simplistic bullshit to flood the earwaves of the morons that are out there, but also because they reap the benefits and they sucker people into buying their songs in order to gain profit off of somebody else's misery. Look at all of the country albums that came out, out after 9-11 talking about the towers. And I'll 9/11. put a boot in your ass. Um... So there's this story that some country music artist is. I don't even want to say his name. I don't want to give him any kind of fucking credit or plug him or anything. Uh, Would you like to plug him? But 
he heard the story about this guy whose son died in Iraq. I guarantee you that they're the same fucking assholes that wanted a war in Iraq and <laughs> don't care about our troops coming back. But anyway, so his son dies in, in Iraq. And so the guy drives his truck to remember him. Like that's just, ha- you know, a thing that the dad does now is he just drives his son truck just to remember his son, which is fine and all. It's great. Whatever. You know, it's heartfelt story, whatever. So this country music artist decided to make money off of it and turn it into a song that he can sell to people. And it's supposed to be all emotional. And what a great guy he is for making this song. No, not at all. He's making money off of it. How is he a good guy? He took something that's tragic and emotional and is suckering and conning people into buying his bullshit and claiming that he's a a good artist. I'm sure he's donating a good couple percent of it back to the troops. Big show of support. I I, I just Mine's I can't imagine yellow we, ribbons. If country music was as shitty back then as it was as it is today, we would still be having like full length albums about the Holocaust just to make money off of it. Guarantee it. Just to sucker you in. Uh, and that's very pertinent to today's show after we get going. <laughs> okay, but as a songwriter, I can just say like I mean, what if I write something about a tragedy? Am I trying to just Sucker people out no, of No, because no one will give a shit if you write it, and they won't listen. I know, but well, that means that there comes a point here's when the thing. he can't be artistic anymore. Here's the thing. He's artistic. not involved in this at all. He's not in any way involved in this situation. The only reason that he's going after this is to target people to make them feel emotional and to make money off of them. That's it. That is the only reason he's doing it. Don't let anybody fool you that he's doing it because he feels for the family. If he felt for the family, he'd give them fucking money. Or he would donate all of the proceeds from that song to, you know, uh, family members who have uh, been lost in the war or people who are, you know, losing limbs or whatever. Or he would make a song about how we need to send the fucking troops home and this shouldn't fucking happen anymore. But he's not doing that. No, he'd be an outcast. Like On one Dixie hand, chicks. he's saying, this is tragic. This guy do- died in Iraq. The next fucking song is, those motherfuckers got to die. We got to go over there to fucking Iraq. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, you go fuck yourself. On a, <laughs> on a lighter note. I'm just saying that it's kind of uh, like, how can you say the same thing about rock artists who do that? You go to right? Yeah. Yeah, you could say the same. So my problem It just with seems to happen more in country than anywhere else. Yeah, it does. More. Unless it's Elton John writing songs but at that about point, Princess Diana. At that point, like, they can't please everyone, so just do whatever the fuck you want and buy whatever the fuck you want. There you go. And what? Because at that point, like, I don't want to just tell somebody they can't talk about something because that's fucked up that they stole my... I, I don't know. That's just a really cynical way of viewing somebody doing that. As much as I hate country, I do hate country because it's overly simplistic and they make that problem where they have one side, oh, it's tragic that we lost a soldier. Well... You supported them going over there. That's what I'm saying. So if you don't, I mean. So he's sending people over there or writing songs about sending people over there. They die. Then he writes songs about them dying and then makes money off of it. Go fuck yourself. But that's like just, (laughs) that's how humans think though. That's just an inconsistency in the way they think because that's what they're told. How many of those guys just listen to what politicians say and then. Or what Fox News tells them. Or what Fox News tells them and then they think that's fucked up. I don't believe. The liberal media. To me, that's another thing that's funny as fuck when they say the liberal media. Like, what the fuck is liberal in media right now? Nothing. What's a liberal media if, source? If it has anything that has nothing to do with how they think. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. liberal media. 
This they, they believe in like greenhouse about. gases and in like you know the Earth is really old and stuff. They're stupid. <laughs> Eric is on her fucking yeah. I'm on tirage. <laughs> There's a I deal with them all the goddamn time. All right, you know, and uh, this time of year, like restaurant this, business, <laughs> Supreme Court hears all their cases and stuff, and they start usually putting out their. Um, their verdicts and stuff or their decisions around this time. There's a couple came down this week and I talked to Eric about one over the weekend when some asshole didn't show up to do the show. Um, <laughs> they had a decision this week where, you know, they were patenting genes for, you know, Monsanto's done it forever for plants and stuff and mm-hmm. they do the little modifications and they patent it and so then they own the rights. Well, people are doing it to human genes, like just straight up genes, DNA in people's yeah. bodies. Um, so the Supreme Court ruled against that, so they can't do that no well, longer. Well, here's exactly how they did it. What they did is they would slice out a piece of that gene and mm-hmm. isolate it, and once they did that, they would claim a patent on it. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, that, that's basically all it is. So they were doing this, and of course, um, I can't remember which one it was. It was uh, Myriad Genetics is the yeah. one that got sued, and I guess they were, were they taking out the one for the breast cancer gene? Um, was it them for that? I might no. be wrong on it. No, it's not Myriad. But the, Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, it is. I'm pretty sure. It may, it may not be. We don't know. Look it up yourselves. But anyway, they're they are taking genes out, and of course, they got sued by the uh, Public Patent Foundation, the ACLU, about it. And so, amazingly enough, uh, the Supreme Court ruled against it. So, in a unanimous decision, which is amazing. I mean, you know, for anything up in Washington D.C. to be unanimous. Um, the one thing I thought that was neat in the story I saw is that 20% of human genes currently are under patent. So they're going to disallow those and kick them out. And then another uh, decision that came through, and I think this is important. We did uh, the health insurance one and stuff and the whole thing on our, you know, health. Uh, it's but, so ridiculous. But oh, are you still talking about the Supreme Court decision? Uh, I was going to go on a different one if you got okay. a point to add on the other. Well, do you want to know why it's not legal anymore or you can't patent that? Because they're saying that simply by isolating something doesn't mean that you created it or invented it. Yeah, and that's why the Monsanto can still do it because they're still so they're genetically altering it. If it's it, then an altered it. genetic yeah. genome, then yes, you can still patent it. But if you isolate it, it's just like you know if you took a phone cord away from his phone jack and just claim that you invented that. Yeah. No, you didn't. So I mean that was a good decision. And then another one they had was. I never really knew this. I mean, we always know about the generic drugs, like pharmaceutical companies come out with a drug and they can overcharge the shit out of you for it for so long. And then after a certain amount of time, it comes available where um, other companies can make the generics off of it. But they were doing a thing where the big pharmaceutical companies were paying um, the smaller companies under the table a portion of their profits not to create generic drugs so that they could keep it out there longer. And a case came up against that. They called it pay for delay. It was like the term they used for it, and the Supreme Court actually ruled against the pharmaceutical companies on this one where they can't do that anymore. So they're saying that it could save people uh, billions. I mean, it'll save over billions of dollars. Oh, yeah. A I have year. a really su- I so have a I thought big that issue good. with their ruling there, actually. You know why? Their ruling should be like, you did something illegal because that's not legal. That's collusion. That's not legal. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what they were saying in a way. Were they fined? Um, I. I, I, I didn't read all of that. I just, I kind of just briefly. Probably remember. a little slap on the wrist. See, to me, that hit, sounds hit, like, fuck, hit. you just fucked up because we didn't really care about you doing this to begin with because they don't give a shit about economics. But 
to me, that sounds like you let the public know, so now we have to say something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because if they didn't do anything about it, like, and that's the thing that's, you know, one of the things about collusion that's so hard to do is prove that they colluded. So when you do have proof, you actually have to fucking do something about it. And most of the time when you like, okay, like there's, when I was in economics uh, in college, I remember they gave us like this big uh, recorded phone conversation between airline CEOs. And one guy was like, you know, you want to charge 730. I want to charge seven. And like they just started giving all these random figures. It's like, so let's set the price at 730 or whatever the fuck it was. And the other guy recorded it and sent it in. And the CEO, like nothing happened to him. Yeah. Nothing. Because no, that's like, well, who cares? It's not that big a deal. It's just, you know, money grubbing guy. No, it's a huge deal. It's collusion. It's illegal. It's why things in capitalism don't work because people collude. They're not doing market type behavior anymore. That's illegal for a reason. So for him to say like, well, you can't do that anymore is like, no, that's fucking illegal. You couldn't do it to begin with. You're, you need, there's look, a punishment look, look, we, with we that. can't just like send rich guys to jail. I mean, what's going to happen to them? You only jail poor people. I thought you knew this. Yep. You only true. jail poor people who are just trying to, you know, steal and, and do drugs to make their lives a little better. Now, in this case, this is the only other info I really got. Um, Fuck I, the guys that live in golden plated houses with, uh, a shit catcher. That's that's my new invention, by the way. Shit catcher. It's a little shit midget catcher? that comes back behind you and just catches your shit. But um, your invention ev- is a person. <laughs> Evidently, what okay. happened was regulators. I'm taking them from the genome. Uh, I'm taking the patent from the that's genome fair. people. Regulators just isolated from its family. I invented it. Right. <laughs> regulators <laughs> saw this practice happening. They uh, reported to the Federal Trade Commission, so they brought this case against them. And there there is supposed to be a settlement, but it doesn't say anything about the amount or or any of that bullshit. And, <clears throat> and it won't be disclosed. Oh, I did get one. I found a couple stories. This one is especially for you, Boggs. I think Eric will appreciate this one. Ooh, yay. If um, you're going to do any traveling anytime soon over to Europe, I'm going to give you some countries that you might want to hurry up and hit. Um, in Sweden, the government's indicated that they're going to impose a total ban on bestiality starting on January 1st of next year. So if you want to get up there and take care of it, you might want to get to it now because uh, they're about to join Germany as one of the other countries that's recently done this. The thing that I love about this story is they're doing it because they don't want, um, in the past, the only way that people could be uh, arrested is if there was a, what they call uh, the animal being visibly injured or abused <laughs> from, from the act. <laughs> so now they're, they're just saying, no, no, that's too much ambiguity in this. We're, if, if, you, if you're raping animals, it doesn't matter what you're fucking doing to them. You're, you're going to prison, so now you can spend two years in jail or fine. But you got until January. But the good thing is, uh, it says here that countries okay. such as uh, Poland, Italy, Finland, and Belgium still don't have the laws on the book. So mm. there you go. So those countries you can still hit after. Take the a fact. backpack tour, start raping some goats. Yep. All right. I thought God you might. Damn it! I just said something that's gonna make it. Damn <laughs> beginning. Fuck. Thank, Fuck. Thank God we have separate tracks, and there's some talking over Shit. on that one. <laughs> but uh, so. I would think Sweden is the place to go ab- amongst those countries. I'm, into that. I'm just I'm saying. Into that. And then uh, this one I thought was pretty funny. This guy William Barboza, he was caught speeding in the town. Th- this is the city name. Is he a pirate? Vill- no. No reason. Village of Liberty in New York. Okay. okay. So he got a speeding ticket, and he wasn't uh, very happy with it. So he sent in the check, and on the check he wrote Village of Liberty, but he scratched out Village and wrote Tyranny instead, or I mean Liberty. So it says Village of Tyranny, and then in the uh, comment section he wrote "Fuck your shitty town, bitches." So they, okay. uh, the judge, uh, 
what they did was they threw out his check. They wouldn't accept it, and they called him in there. And uh, the judge actually charged him with what they called aggravated harassment for cursing on a check at the town. What so anyway, a bunch of cocksuckers. Yeah, so he had to spend a day in jail and pay a two hundred dollar fine, and uh, so now he's suing them for his First Amendment rights. Yeah, <laughs> fuck them. What so, the fuck? So if you get a speeding you, ticket, you are a shitty town. You, unfortunately, you are allowed to be an asshole in this country. You are so. a shitty town. I'm just saying, if you ever go through Village of Liberty, New York, and you get a speeding ticket, don't write "fuck your shitty little town bitches" on the fucking check and send it. No, I'll just give the cop a finger because that's already been proven that I can do that. There you go. <laughs> that's kind of what I mean. Is uh, you're you're fully entitled to be an asshole in this country. Eric, I thought you had something for us. Uh, I do. I mean, uh, which one do you want me to go into? You do what you need to do, son. All right. Well, this is in reference to um, something we talked about in the last show. We were talking about the the digital frustration guys, and we kind of briefly talked about the uh, NSA report that came out, and they were talking about how Verizon handed over the uh, phone records of all of their customers. Um, And Justin made a comment, something along the lines of, you know, if, if you'd think that, you're not being spied on or whatever you're a fool or if like you get upset about it, then you're an idiot. Um, yeah. Uh, I do vaguely remember a group of people that didn't put up a big of fight whenever the government started spying on them. Uh, I think they were the Jews in Germany. Yeah. I vaguely remember that, that they started, uh, doing a lot of spying on the Jews in Germany before they started wrapping them up and putting them in detention camps. Just saying. I'm not saying that that's what America's going to do, but when you have a government that has a shitload of power, not a lot of brains, and a lot of information, they're going to do some dumb shit. So, they can take pretty much any conversation we ever have on the show (laughs) and claim us to be terrorists or... Nope. uh, Me, maybe. Um, they can also probably claim that we are, uh, anti-government and create treason. Um, they can also, if our fans decide to uprise for whatever reason, inciting riots, (laughs) but I'm just saying we don't want, and they can, I am a Verizon customer, so they can take pretty much any of my phone records, see who I've been talking to. And if they possibly have those tapped at all or have them recorded, which I'm pretty sure they do, they just don't want to tell us. Line those sex line numbers there on there. There are a oh, yeah. lot of conversations that I've had with some friends of mine that could easily be misconstrued into something that it's not, especially if you just splice them really simply. And then I could be detained without a trial, indefinitely claimed as a terrorist. And I guarantee you they will plug the media full of fucking lies and all kinds of shit to where I'm the most evil son of a bitch on the planet. But just saying, there is a reason to be pissed off when people are watching you all the time, nonstop. I don't care if they're looking at shit that I buy. Don't really, don't really, doesn't really bother me that much. Um... (laughs) <laughs> but sorry i'm looking at michael drawing a penis on the sheet of paper i'm gonna draw a, bog's face right next to it it's a really dainty, makes it look more realistic real dainty penis it's like mine say. when it's wet <laughs> but there is an absolute reason to get pissed off bogs what are your thoughts on this were you pissed off when you heard this you mad as hell i'm not gonna take it anymore i was pretty fucking pissed yeah i mean i'm not really pissed off at it but i can definitely understand why you would be... Well, here's what I'm pissed off. And I would off. certainly understand a fight against it. 
I understand that Verizon can't say, hey, customers, by the way, we're monitoring all your calls and sending it to the NSA because obviously they've been court ordered to do so. They can, however, push back. They can try and fight, but they don't even because even just by fighting, you're creating awareness and then people are drawing eyes to the attention of the problem and they will back down. But they don't. Instead, they're just like, oh, you have a court order. Here you go. Like, they just don't even give a shit. You know what I'd write on it? Fuck your shitty quarter bitches, and then I fucking <laughs> put in their face. Well, here, here's a good example. Like, uh, Google was asked by the government to hand over search records from all of its uh, users. And they said no. And guess what happened? Yeah, the government got all pissed off and tissy. But they were forced. Or not, I'm sorry, they weren't forced. But the government eventually had to back down because there were a lot of news reports about it and it started being put everywhere. And then everybody knew that the situation was going down and they were like, Hey, yeah, we don't want that either. And then they're like, Oh, well, and just go on their merry way. And then they probably just went straight to Verizon and said, Hey, give us your shit. (laughs) Right. Right. They just said, okay, that's the problem that I have is there's, there's obviously a security that people want, but one of the best quotes I've ever heard from Ben Franklin was, Fuck, I can't remember exactly how he worded it now. He did the same shit to me last week. <laughs> it was yeah. Ben Franklin. It was Ben Franklin. <laughs> but it's basically saying that people who want to trade uh, liberty, liberty for, for... I'm sorry. He says like necessary and unnecessary a couple times. But anyway, the point was, <laughs> if you want to trade liberty for freedom, you don't get either. Yep. Yeah. And it's a proven fact that when they're... Because it's called big data when they had these giant pools. And the way that the system works and how they're able to analyze things and process things is by repetition and patterns. There are things repetitious about people who uh, pirate movies. There's things that are repetitious uh, from people who thieve credit card numbers. There are repetitions that they can develop algorithms in order to find those people. Big data does help in those instances. With terrorism, though, which is what they always claim it to be, they do not act in any kind of repetition whatsoever. The only repetition that they have is that they all want to hurt people. That's it. That's the only repetitious thing about them. Other than that, they do not have any kind of repetition to them at all. So these kind of systems don't work, i.e. Boston bombing, 9-11, the other 9-11 attack. Or the other uh, World Trade Center attack. Uh, Pretty much every terrorist attack that's ever happened has not been stopped. And yeah, they want to sit there and claim that they've, you know, over 60 dozen terrorist attacks have been foited because of this stuff. No, not necessarily. You just detained a whole bunch of people who were angry at you and you claim them as terrorists. Just because you put a label on somebody does not necessarily mean that that's who the fuck they are. Yeah, and they never show any evidence to back that up. No, because they don't have to. Oh, yeah, we stopped like 50 attacks. Okay. So where's the proof? Yeah. What? You get, well, you know, if we showed you that, that's an interest of national security. Yeah. Yeah. Go can't, fuck yourself. Yeah. You can't show you. You don't stop shit. You just want to spy on us. Uh, I don't know. I think you're both just too angry. I'm not angry. No, I mean, I, I, well, yeah, I am. Pissed you know, it's like I was telling <laughs> me and Eric talked about a little bit. And like I told him, they've been doing this shit since the fifties. Hoover was fucking tapping phones and stuff yeah. back then. I mean, it's, I, I'm not saying we should accept it. I'm just saying it's. I'm, I'm just tired of the mentality of, well, I don't do anything wrong, so yeah. it's not that big of a deal. Well, when if the government decides to turn for the evil, it is a big deal that they have all that information. 
Mm-hmm. Just saying. The more information that's out there, the worse Everyone in this country likes to be anonymous. Turns. I think that's the thing, is they like to be anonymous. And I think you're pretty much privileged and have that right oh, here. Well, I don't know about that. Like we were talking about, he was talking about what Justin said about, you know, if you expect to have privacy, you're kind of an idiot. It's true. I mean, everybody wants to be a fucking star nowadays. So that's, we were saying it earlier, you know, um, you got Facebook, Twitter, uh, Pinterest, <laughs> Instagram, all those things. Uh, I mean, everybody puts everything out there online. I mean, you know a little bit about everybody and what they're doing at all times if you really want. Because people don't think about it. They just throw shit out there. And then it's like they're so offended. <laughs> like, oh, my God, they're tapping my phone. It's like, motherfucker. I mean, did they even need to? I mean, you got everything. Your whole life's out there. I mean, yeah, but I don't have the conversations that I have with my best friend on, nah. <laughs> on Twitter yeah, you or can't, on Facebook. They won't allow that kind of talk and those <laughs> pictures and stuff on there. That's what we're, I mean, though, we're a little people ridiculous. Assume, people assume a certain anonymity, and I think they're entitled to have that. Oh, no, they definitely are. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if you assume it when you're putting that all that stuff out there, mm-hmm. that I mean, that's pretty nice. That's why I think... But like, your phone calls, I mean, goddamn, dude, if you're sitting in your house and you just want to chit-chat with your buddy on the phone, you shouldn't have to worry about what you're saying every second. Right. Yeah. And I did mention it to Michael last week, but I thought it was funny whenever I found out because I do... I remember all the time that I say to my best friend, uh, if anybody's listening, <laughs> this is not serious. Yeah, you always gotta, that's one thing. If you're saying really fucked up shit, make sure you qualify. I, I, just kidding. I'm always just, but they can edit that out. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Got to tape your own fucking calls just to have backup. And have, I mean, if somebody wants to call me paranoid, go ahead and call me paranoid. I'm just saying. If, no, that's the thing is, I don't think you're paranoid. I think that's actually true. I just don't like to me thinking on a practical basis. I don't think they care about an angry white dude that's running around. I think they actually are looking for legitimate threats. I just think that that's still not a very good means to an end, and it's not an effective means to an end because it's not yeah, like they stop the Yeah, but here's the thing. Like, if I say a certain phrase or something like that that hits up on their little flag system, and then they start monitoring me for real, mm-hmm. I mean, they may not... I may not be doing anything that I feel is really, like, a threat or anything that's, like, posturing, but it could be deemed to them that it is because they are fucking morons. So they can deem it as posturing and then come after me. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do it all the time. They did it in Waco. They murdered a whole bunch of people on I'm fucking a, TV. I'm not familiar with the Waco thing. And pretty much said, well, you know, they were terrorists. The, what? What they happened were, in Waco? David Koresh claimed that he was the next coming of Jesus Christ. And he had a, a big flock of people, um, husband and wives. Uh, some of them already had kids. Some mm-hmm. of them had kids when they went to the compound. But they all decided to live together in this compound in Waco, Texas. Um, David Koresh was also one of those apocalyptic evangelicals where he talked about the end times and all that stuff. So they stockpiled a shitload of weapons. Um, and there's a, a lot of other accusations about the, the Waco... Uh, what were they called? Uh, I can't remember their name. Oh, my God, dude. I, like, I know it, and then you asked me, and then I totally uh, forget. I know, I know the, the compound was called the Branch Davidian. That's it. That's what they uh, were, that the, what branch, they were? The, branch the Branch Davidians. Davidians. Um, like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm David, Koresh David Koresh would though. like sleep with some of the wives and I thought stuff this like was this. more recent than this, oh, yeah. but, but I'm just saying this is like the most extreme that I've seen in my lifetime of what the government can do if they think that you're a terrorist. Right. Um, so whenever they went to Waco, uh, there was some kind of like, they didn't, the, the branch Davidians didn't want them there at all. Mm-hmm. And they pretty much just shut their doors and said, leave our property. We don't want you here. And they kept on pressing, kept on pressing. And then 
they purposely put reporters ha- like two miles away from the site. Yeah, they Something kept them ridiculous, way back. Like where you couldn't even see it from where you were. Right. Um, and then they, they claimed that there was some kind of shootout amongst cops and that he was holding people there against their will and all this stuff. So they had to, you know, go in and, and rush the compo- compound and all that stuff. And then there was another gun battle. That one was kind of televised a little bit. Um, so you saw like the second gun battle and then the compound burned to the ground with everybody in it. Yeah. There was a good now, documentary on it. I'll find it. And a I'll lot of information has come out and what they did was they bulldozed down the walls and then put a fire into the fucking building. Well, what they did was they launched gas into them yeah. and then they shot basically incendiary rounds in it and it ignited the gas. Yeah. I mean, they, they knew what they were doing. And there is like video of, Tanks they have bulldozing in, the wall. Yeah, yeah they have infrared in. of it. I've actually fire. seen that documentary. It's <laughs> I recall. I, I love so they this. sit there and murdered the shit out of people. I like honestly, it was and my dad's like, like a big conspiracy type their, guy, so he watches all that shit with their caught. big government dick out and said, "What? What are you going to do, American people? Yeah. What the fuck are you going to do?" Yeah, I mean, not to keep on this point, but when after that happened, that's kind of like the precursor to what happened in Oklahoma City and stuff. I mean, that Nichols guy, he was actually at the scene in Waco, and then, you know, it came out that that was part of it. It was kind of like getting, even with the ATF agents that took, that kind of ran the mission in Waco were based out of Oklahoma City, out of that building, and, you know, yada, 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 and there's all the conspiracy shit and stuff with that, but whatevs. <laughs> we'll have to do a conspiracy show one time and just kind of touch on some of those and get them. I think they're pretty interesting. And, like, I mean, someone younger like you, like, you don't know some of that stuff, so I think. I wasn't around for that. I just remember that documentary, and I remember them looking at the overhead screen. Hey, shut the talk up. About anyway, to lighten the mood like, a little bit. I want the world to know that I have problems, too. That's right, everybody. It's white people problems. Um, so mine comes from, uh, this is kind of uh, reaching back to the last episode again, uh, the Xbox One, which a lot of people have had major white problems with here lately. So for those of you who don't know, the Xbox One requires a internet connection because it has to connect to the internet at least every 24 hours in order for the system to function. Um you also are restricted on the reselling and buying of used games, apparently. I don't know how that's going to work exactly. Um, and also, it requires the Connect sensor, which a lot of people claim that Microsoft is going to monitor them 24 hours a day now because of it, which I don't understand that. Just put a fucking cheat over it if you're that fucking paranoid. I'm just going to play all my Xbox naked from now on. But... So it's a major white people problem for a lot of people that are whining and complaining about it because, you know, on an online blog, they're complaining about having to be online because that makes sense, right? But, and... <laughs> I think my problem with that that feature is um, what if I'm in a rainstorm and I don't have internet access? I guess you're not going to be playing fucking well, you Call see, of Duty. If you've checked in in the past 24 hours, you can still play. It doesn't have to be online all the time. It just has to have a 24-hour check. Hmm. I don't even care about that. You want to know what the biggest white people problem is? Hmm. Microsoft has dropped all of those now. (laughs) Now it can be played online, offline completely, without a 24-hour check-in. Now you are not restricted whatsoever with renting uh, or buying or selling used games. 
<laughs> they already changed that? Yeah. <laughs> God damn, dude. The only thing, and people are still bitching about it, is that they do require Connect. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Whatever. Like you said, put a piece <laughs> so of So the biggest white it. people problem is now these white people don't have anything to bitch about. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Talk about capitulating, dude. They just announced that fucking thing like two weeks yeah. ago and well, they already caved in. Well, here's the thing. Oh, and they had to cave because if you went to any online forum that was talking about that, oh my God, people were bitching up a storm oh, like know. it was the end of their fucking life yeah not only that but there's like uh, my favorites are the ones that pe- people that have either sony or ps in their like name because you know that they're only for sony mm-hmm. and then they're bitching about a microsoft console and it's like well of course. you weren't gonna buy it anyway you jackass that's why they're just bitching <laughs> bitching the bitch that's what people do man so guess what you can't say fuck you microsoft anymore sorry white people problem. Go cry about it. That is a white people problem. I have a big white people problem oh, this do weekend. Oh, yeah. Right. What was that? Play the theme. I have to uh, go to a recital that I don't want to go to at NRH2O Water Park. Ooh. <laughs> 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 yeah. There's a recital at NRH2O? Well, it was, I mean, it's... It's, it's kind of weird. This is the same thing that, like, when, when I was in a band way back... Are you going to be in your swimming trunks? No, because I have to work that morning. I have to literally leave from work straight to there to play, so I'm going to be basically dressed like I am right now. Yeah. Right now he's wearing a speedo, and that's outdoors. It's gonna be fucking hot. It is gonna be hot, and that's the thing that was uh, that sucks. Honestly, is that uh, I did this when I was in the Electric Authority way back when, and we were like, we got a gig at this, at Six Flags, and we we're like, for the first like three months, we were like, dude, fuck yeah, that show's gonna rock. And then as we got closer to time, we realized how the fuck we're we gonna get our gear onto the stage, through the park, without our cars, all of it, drum set. Three different amps, a PA, like it was just fucking. It was a nightmare, disaster. And then did they have a, carts for you? Yeah, no shit. Uh, I don't remember. I don't think. I think we were allowed a dolly, <laughs> like a big dolly, a uh, dolly, like a really big dolly. I think we ended up getting it all on on uh, one trip, but I I don't remember if they gave us a cart or not. But anyway, um, actually, I vaguely recall them giving us a cart, but it was basically it was so small. I think we still had to do it in two trips. Yeah, I can't remember though. It's anyway, fascinating. it was a three-hour set, and the... Uh, three hours? Yeah. What are you, fucking U2? <laughs> no, man, it sucked so hard. We're uh, It's like the, the stage is 115 degrees, and we, just, we had to bring... Like, we, we prepped and brought three shirts each, and we sweat through all nine. <laughs> it's just fucking God retarded. Damn, man. But that's kind of what it's going to be like this weekend, and I, uh, I have to go for at least Brian because uh, I'm Who? doing it... One of my students. Okay. One of my students uh, is... You got to tell the listeners him. these things. They don't know. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, one of my students needs me to accompany him, so it's not like I can really get out of it, per se, but... Sure you can. And I think he chose a later time, so like I may actually have to be there till like 4 or 5, so I'll be there from probably, you know... The, just, the hottest part of the day? Yeah, basically. <laughs> no shit. You just need to come down with a case of fucking diarrhea or something. Right after my shift? Yeah. That morning. That's the other thing that sucks, is I have to work that morning, so... I literally have to like leave the building, lock the building down, and then like just rush through town to try to get over there, and then hopefully make it on time. Hopefully. It's gonna suck balls. Fucking white people. It's time for everybody's favorite segment: the Dick of the Week. All right. This one's going to be quick this week. Actually, this kind of took place last week. Um, Mitt Romney's kind of been off the scene ever since he got his ass handed to him in the election. 
So he did an interview on CNN, and uh, the girls asked him about things that he would wish he could have changed or that would have been different on the run-up to his election. And uh, so he kind of started off talking about the 47 percent immigration reform policies that was probably no like that's one. that's not no self-deportation no? is the way to go <laughs> but anyway he started off kind of talking about the 47 percent and then he continued to make an ass of himself and here's the clip but nonetheless uh, and it did not reflect my views i said it didn't come out the way i wanted it to but surely that didn't help me and there were other things that didn't help my campaign either I, obviously a hurricane with a week to go before the election stalled our campaign but you know you don't you don't do you blame chris christie as no, much as no, no, some no, other no, people no, in no. your i i wish the hurricane hadn't happened when it did because it gave the president a chance to be presidential and to be out showing sympathy for folks that's a one of the advantages of incumbency but you know you don't look back and worry about each little thing and how could that have been different you you look forward I love the fact that he's what? like, uh, I just wanted to throw him under the bus because it's been a while since I got to kick him in his ass, but he's so funny, dude. I just, I love the fact about the hurricane. He just wished that it hadn't happened when it did. <laughs> because not, it, not at all, but when it did. Yeah. If it would have just been like a month later, Seriously, it would have been perfect. Dude, it's like, God damn that hurricane, man. <laughs> I mean, it made Obama look presidential. I mean, Jesus Christ, if you know, if it just would have happened, you know, a couple weeks later. I could just see him like in his mansion, just like trying to think, what if I can make a device that would block a hurricane Dude, he's such, in the middle of a campaign that douchebag could have been our president <laughs> i just love that well you know that hurricane oh, man really bad timing on that <laughs> <laughs> he's such a fucking prick man so he, he that actually reminds I think me he's too. out of touch i think that's a yeah. better term he's out of touch ah, this, that's something that i think everybody should really like go and watch advertisements and just listen to them tell you how inadequate and stupid and terrible you are and how they have all the answers that's kind of yeah. what he feels like to me it's like, well, you know, I mean, fuck those poor people, but just fuck them like two weeks later, please. Burn their houses down, knock it over with a bunch of fucking wind. <sighs> just two weeks later. <laughs> All right, I suppose we should get into the topic. Nah. Israel-Palestine sucks. Done. Let's go on. <sighs> All right, topic over. <laughs> See you guys next week. <sighs> Are we done? <laughs> Seriously? Are we, cut, are we calling it quit? Is that? <laughs> I mean, is that pretty much what we're going to say? All right, say? everybody. Good night. Hope That's you enjoyed it. Remember, let me get my Israel Palestine Wikipedia. Remember, Sorry. if you want to bang a sheep in the ass, hurry up and get to Sweden before January 1st. Is that a good way to end the show? No. Okay. Well, let's, maybe, let's keep going. Yeah, okay. do, that, do that in like 20 minutes. Let's actually tell the listeners something about Israel Palestine and our our uh, thoughts on it. Do you want to uh, hear the uh, Cliff Notes version of uh, how Palestine and Israel got where they are? Yes. This is going to be the ex extreme fast version. So in uh, 1947, you know, we had the whole World War II thing. Jews got kicked out of Germany. They're displaced. Um, General Assembly of Not United Nations came together and said, you know, we need to have a space for these people. They need their own country. So British, uh, ha at the time, they had a, the mandated land of Palestine. Palestine was the whole area that is now Israel-Palestine. So the British split it in two, basically. Said, here's your half Palestine, here's your half um, Israel for the Jews. So um, at the time, the Palestinians didn't really care for it because the demographic distribution between the Jews and the Arabs um, they didn't, I mean, it wasn't fair to what they said. They're like, this is our land, blah, blah, blah. They kicked it out. And uh, 1948, the Zionist leaders, pro pro Jesus fucking Christ, 
they proclaimed the state of Israel. Been doing pretty good lately. You have to give me credit. Been, <laughs> a, lot, been a lot better. Um, so they started the war known as the Al-Nakba, don't ask, or the <laughs> catastrophe is what the Palestinians called it, where some 700,000 pal- Palestinians were driven from the land um, that the British mandated as Palestine. Uh, Israel annexed a large tract of it, of course, and they destroyed some 500 Palestinian villages. So that kind of kept it the way it was for quite a big time and stuff. And then come 1967 is where we kind of got to the point where we're at we're t- today, where at that point they had the split. Israel took a little bit more of the land that was originally supposed to be allocated to Palestine at that point, back in the 48. Uh, in 67, they waged what was called the Six-Day War, where Israel conducted a uh, preemptive strike against uh, Egypt, and they could turn, contained um, a lot of the territory. They took it away from them, uh, took away territory from Syria and Jordan. Uh, in that six days, they roughly tripled the size of the territory that they had. Um, at that time, Israel began establishing settlements in Gaza, the Sinai Peninsula, uh, West Bank, which is what the uh, right-wingers in Israel, because Israel's pretty conservative, and um, they refer to it by the b- biblical name uh, Judea and Samaria. You'll hear that a lot. I think people know that with the biblical terms. Um, or the land of the Jewish, you know. Uh, the Palestinians saw it as a violation of international law, which it was, uh, regarding the territory that was seized. In response to it, the uh, UN secretary at the time passed uh, some resolutions that called for the withdrawal of the Israeli uh, forces from the territories that they had occupied. Um, because of that, they did pull out, but they kept the settlements in the uh, West Bank and Gaza. And that's kind of, it, that's been the tug of war ever since. I mean, that that was the big part of it, just through the through 67s, kind of when they split the land up the way it is now. And I I don't know, I mean, you guys know, of course, but if people don't know, if, if you look at a map and you see how Israel and Palestine are, Palestine's kind of split into two sections. Like, there's the West Bank and then there's the Gaza Strip, and they're both Palestine, but they're separated like you have to go through Israel to get between back and forth and they control all the roadways and stuff and they don't grant access to people yeah. to move back and forth. You have to have them. a special license plate, I believe, to go through. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, believe me, that's the most generic quick version ever <laughs> of how that kind of came to being. Yes. And only fucked up like three times. <laughs> Good job, Michael. Good job. Eric, take over. I'm done. For I'm going bit. home now. <laughs> Stay where you're seated for just a second. No, we need some more, uh, we need some more information. Exactly. Oh, you really want more? Yeah. Um, oh, I thought I was going to get Eric. Whatever. No. Just go on, Mike. Keep fighting that good fight. I guess. Um, just a few stats. You know, one thing about Israel, I don't know, did you guys ever think about how anybody from Israel is called a Jew? You know, like any other country, like, you know, like this is a Christian nation that we're fucking in. But if you're an American, you go anywhere overseas. No one says, hey, hey, what's up, Christian? You know, what I mean, it's like we're Americans. Yeah. But if you're from Israel, you're always a Jew. So I was like, is that really I didn't know what the breakdown was. So I looked only actually 75 percent of people that live in Israel are Jewish. So I thought it was going to be like 95 percent. It's only 75. 17 percent are Muslims, which is yeah. a little odd to me. That's not odd. That's. I mean, think about it. Well, the only reason is because Palestinians are more Muslim and stuff, and that's kind of part of the reason that they clash so much. It's it, there's, I mean, there's a lot of religious overtones because mm-hmm. you know they all want the Holy Land. Two um, percent are Christians, and then the other like four or five percent are just kind of mixed, whatever. Yeah. And then, um, I, one thing I looked at, I don't, 
what exactly do you want to get into, Eric? Because I kind of want to go into military and stuff, but I don't know if you want to go into some more of the cultural aspects before we get into that. Um, I, I did want to touch a little bit on the cultural aspects because it just it does go to show just how stupid and moronic religion can be and how it's just completely divisive at the same time that they're saying that it's a loving religion, uh, which is such a hollow fucking statement. Um, and so convoluted and just misdirecting because no religion that I've ever come across is loving at all. They they claim to be. They have some aspects to them that seem loving, but when you get down to it, it's always um, the George Carlin. Do you know you got the gun pointed towards the person? Do you believe in God? No. Pfft, dead. Do you believe in God? Yes. Do you believe in my God? No. Pfft, dead. <laughs> Dude, that is a lot of it too. That's it's so simple, but that's that's essentially how it is. I mean, when you talk to um, pretty much any dumb American and you're talking to them about us going into Afghanistan and us going into that. And if you push them hard enough and argue facts enough, eventually they will come down to the religion thing that it's an us versus them. It's Muslims versus Christians. Guarantee it. I've had it happen to me plenty of plenty of times. There there are people that actually think that it's a good thing that we're over there fighting because we're fighting the Christian fight. Yeah, we said the same thing during the Crusades. <laughs> and that's still considered a debacle in history. But when it comes down to it, all religion does is, in, in major conflicts, it just escalates things because that's just one other reason that you have to hate the other person. Um. And as much as they want to talk about how they would want to convert those people, whatever, the the simple fact of the matter comes down to is that they don't believe in their God, so they're going to kill them. Do you agree with that? It's, I don't give a shit. So, <laughs> but as far as uh, exactly why they're fighting, I mean, some of it makes sense. Just interrupting. And it does really, what, play the guitar? Um, yeah, I want some guitar trolling. So, I mean, I, I understand, you know, Jews being displaced from Germany. Um, where are they going to go? I mean. Hey, actually, I have a really great solution to that. Can you pull up uh, the plaque that's underneath the Statue of Liberty right now? <laughs> and just read off what it says? Oh, no, we don't allow um, immigrants in this country. I thought we were building a wall. We're working on it. It's a slow process. <laughs> that goes against everything. It's hard to find the labor to build. I know. I that know. goes against everything that plaques. You know, that would have been a really... This is my, my problem with this is there's a moral problem with kicking people out of their homes. Yeah. And I don't like... No, see, that, that's why like, I'm somewhat sympathetic. And I, as far as a religious aspect, I understand why they wanted to go there because there's a lot of holy significance in that area. Sure. I understand that. But it's the way that they went about it that was the wrong way to go about it. And, you know, it obviously pissed off the Palestines because uh, they were looking at them as invaders and takers of their land. And then they split them up into two little freaking groups and essentially don't let them see each other. And then on top of that, uh, <laughs> you know, they're also uh, not from their religion either. So they're taking their land. They're not from their religion. And what does that look like if not an invasion in the conflicts that they did have? They murdered a lot of people as well. So it's it's more of a like if you grew up in that area, it's a heritage cultural thing that you're just raised with. You're raised to hate those people. Yeah. Um, We let it fester that long. And then it only gets worse over time because then eventually you see either abuses of your friends and family against your people or 
yourself. So that hatred just, like, the roots are there and they just, like, grip a hold whenever something happens in their life, which more than often is going to. I mean, I know we'll touch on more, but that's kind of like with us going to Afghanistan. You know, we go in there and we drone the shit out of all these places to kill these innocent people. It's like, if these people weren't terrorists or haters of America before, we're creating them. No shit. And I feel that's kind of what's happened between the um, Israel and Palestine. You know what I mean? Palestinians? Well, I'm just saying the country. I'm not saying the people. I'm saying Israel and Palestine. Mm -hmm. You've seen that where Mm -hmm. the people, you know, they... uh, I mean, I don't quite get into it yet. I want you to keep going there. But uh, we get into, like, the military aspect and where the United States comes down on it. I think you could see... This is... I mean, anybody who listens to this show, they're going to hate me. They're going to be, like, the fucking anti-Semite. But I'll say this, That's not... See, that's the other thing that I get really pissed off is that if you have anything against... uh, Israel, all of a sudden, you're a fucking anti-Semitic. But that's, no, that's the way our media does. Quit playing that fucking race card on me. But that's our media, though, because our our media and our country is so up Israel's ass, and there's a lot of I aspects in it. Why? I, I gotta. Do you, do you have a, a re, like the reason why America is so up their ass and pretty I, much protects somebody that's an oppressor? Because it's God's people. Well, that's you know what the funny thing is uh, for the religious right. Which are the biggest, you know, I mean, yeah, like stand up, fucking applaud. And the biggest thing with them is think about it, dude, the whole revelations and end times and stuff. I mean, it says in the Bible, you know, the Jews have to inhabit that area. And if they don't have control <laughs> of it, then there can't be a second coming. I mean, that's a religious aspect. And there's been like, there's actually people in our government now. I should have pulled some of the quotes and stuff. It would have been funny to play some of them. But I mean, there are actually people in our Congress now, senators, there's governors out there that we have that have made, I I think there's one from Sarah Palin that was hilarious, but where they come out straight say that, you know, I mean, there's an end times element to it. Fucking morons. Yeah, that's uh, the worst possible reason to have a policy. No, I'm just saying that's one thing. That's what some of the crazy right-wing friends. In my lifetime, I think I've had two, like, really major... Uh, cultural end times thing. You had uh, Y2K, mm-hmm. and then we had uh, 2012. Yep. What was 2012? It was oh, the Mayan the calendar Mayan shit. calendar bullshit. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, in between those, there's been a lot of, like, the religious kooks claiming the end of the world, but, you know, I don't pay attention to them for a shit. But I'm just saying that even outside of the religious spectrum, there has been the the fear of the end of the world, and it hasn't happened yet, so... I don't. Yeah, I'm not too concerned. No, yeah. it, like it, we've talked about before, when the sun dies out, or just when we decide to launch all the nukes, that's the only time we got to worry about. And you listen to like people that. back in like the, or you read articles in the 20s, and people are like, "I know the end times are near." Really, Every, we're almost a century later. In you know why <laughs> that is? Happened yet? And you're long dead. Not to get way <laughs> off topic, but that's because every time you go to church, they preach that shit because they have to. Think, it's fear. Uh, you know, you gotta you gotta scare the people to believe, and that's I just what they don't do. understand. Like, really, technically, if you want to come down to it, the world is your world, obviously, because if you're not in it, it's the world. But if you're in it, it's your world, and once you perish and you die, it's the end of the world for mm-hmm. you. So really, technically, the end of the world could happen at any time. So right. You just need to really. Times. You just can't focus on that shit. Like there's so much other things that you can do for the good of humanity than focus on the end times and stocking up a whole bunch of fucking canned beans for Y2K or fucking having prayer sessions for 2012. Uh, 
fucking trying to suck up to Israel because they have to inhabit that land. Like, come on. Now, at, at the expense of other people. Exactly. Homes, at the expense of kicking other people out of their homes at gunpoint. Yeah. I, I and think, a conflict that's been going on for decades and decades. Like well, I said, I mean, they started that shit. I but. think that's a small part. I mean, like I said, that's a real fringy part of it. But another thing is, I mean, it is partially the fact that they're the only non-Arab nation. And the most of the the countries around them are more theocratic and stuff. And I think, you know, they are the one people that we can get. I mean, let's face it. They're like the white people in the region. You know what I mean? I mean, let's just be honest. It's like, oh, you know, they're kind of the most like us. And, <laughs> you know, and we are terrified of things that don't look like us. Yeah. I mean, I think that's some <laughs> of it. And, um, and we can kind of go back and forth. I don't know if you guys want to go more to, it, but just to kind of bring up the military point, you know, we were talking about another reason um, you know, we pump so much money into them. I found a thing where over the last six decades, we've put over $233 billion in aid we've given to them. And the thing that's about it, I thought it was pretty neat, is there's a percentage of that. They have to spend at least 70% of that aid back on American products. Like, huh. I, I never knew that before. <laughs> I never knew that before. And it's mandatory that they do. And, of course, the majority of it goes into military. military. Of course it does. So think about that. I mean, you got the big lobbies and stuff, they're pressing because, you know, it's like you're giving them all these billions of dollars every year to spend and they have to put it right back into our economy. But it goes to the, like, you know, the Halliburton's, the, yeah, the, the military big, contracts. Yeah. It's the big industrial complex, you know, and they get all that funding back and they're the ones that have the big power lobbyists. And now you know why they did it to begin with. And I saw this thing, like I said, I'm going to be really killing fucking Israel here, what I think, but Israel Next to the United States, and and this is opinion, but I can kind of back up a little bit, to me is the most warring nation in, on the damn globe. I mean, everybody rips on Iran and stuff. Iran hasn't been like, they've only been like one armed cl- conflict in like the last 60 years. Whereas, yeah, they just talk a big game. Yeah, Israel has been a part of seven recognized wars and uh, two other, what they call infatadas against um Palestine. If I'm not mistaken, didn't Iran just have an election? They have a new guy in there. They do. I, I don't don't ask me his name. And he's a he's a lot different than their last kooky ass motherfucker. He's they consider him a modern uh, modern a moderate conservative. That's kind of what his moniker is. I yeah, don't know we'll what see. that means. A moderate we'll conservative see. in Iran, but he's probably a right wing type guy. So. I was going to say, um, Ahmadinejad said that the Holocaust didn't happen. This guy will just be yeah, like, eh, maybe like, it happened, it, but at least only... they don't, they like, hopefully this guy's not as kooky, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, I got this one thing though, you know, besides, like I said, all the money we pump into them and how much of their military, um, this, there's a study that was done by uh, the bond international, um, center for conversion, which I don't know what the fuck that is. I mean, I know it's out of, you know, the Germans did it. So, the Germans know a lot about war, but this is a global <laughs> militarization index. And what they basically do is they, they look at the like the GDP, um, the amount of people, the overall population stuff, and then they go through and look at um, the amount of armament, the people in the military, how much money goes toward the military of GDP and stuff, and they break it down in all these categories, and they give it a value. And on their list, the number one country for global militarization is Israel. And it's mm. not even close. And it's funny, they had like a hundred and some countries listed on here. And but like Palestine's not Are even we on number there. two? Because Palestine has nothing. Amazingly enough, we're not. But I think a lot of that, like I said, it goes to, it's by population. I mean, dude, we only have 1% of our population that serves in the military. So 
like for instance with israel everybody has to serve like uh, when i was uh, in the military i was over in uh, we were in france one time me and a buddy and we met two girls from israel and they were just kind of like fucking living it up having a good old time because they were about to have to go serve their term in the military and i think it was like two your two years mandatory or something i can't remember we talked to him for a little bit but it's like everybody has to serve i mean men women doesn't matter it's mandatory and like i said they're just fucking warring people man i mean they, they've been in so many conflicts like i said seven recognized wars since 1948 you know what i mean it's like dude that's like on par with us you know yeah. I mean? they're right up there and and they, their military, I mean, they have nukes, they have an air force, they have a navy. I mean, they have shit that a lot of those other countries don't have in there. And Palestine has nothing, you know? So it's like, one reason they I think... They have car bombs? I was going to say, you know, one reason Palestine gets a hard rap is because of like Hamas, because they have, like we said, they have the Gaza Strip and the West Bank. And because of the shit that Israel's pulled where they, you know, like we're talking, like they won't let them move you know, from place to place, and they just go on and occupy their land and start building these complexes and stuff. Um, it pissed off, like, the people in West Bank. So then back in, I think it was, I'm probably going to get the year wrong, but it was, like, in the late 80s, like around 88 or 89, Hamas formed. And they're known as a terrorist group, and, I mean, they're pretty militant, and they kind of run the West, the Palestinians in West Bank. And, I mean, they do. They do that shit where they do car bombs, and, you know, you have, like, suicide bombers and stuff. But it's, like, they don't have, you know, us giving them $230 billion, you know, to buy weaponry and stuff. They don't have an Air Force. They don't have all these fucking tanks and machine guns and nukes and all this stuff. So it's like, that's how they have to fight. Like, we, I, I know, I think we talked about this before in some aspects where, you know, you have suicide bombers and stuff. But it's like, when you don't have the weaponry and you have tanks and shit and RPGs flying over your fucking border all the time from the other side because they have all this military equipment. How else are you going to defend yourself? I mean, fucking throwing rocks, you know, suicide bombers. I mean, it's nasty and it's repulsive to think about, but it's like that's one of the few options you have or like car bombs and stuff. I mean, that's how they impose their will back. And uh, I mean, they, I can't remember. There's a list of like UN resolutions that has been voted against Israel. Um, and it's, I mean, it's fucking forever, dude. There's hundreds on there. And it's funny because every damn time, like all the other countries in the UN, the majority of them will vote against Israel. But United States is always just lockstep with Israel for everything. Like, I think last year they had to vote about the, um, the settlements and stuff getting on them again because it's an illegal activity what they're doing. I mean, they are occupying a citizens and they don't let them move. I mean, they remove their houses. They don't, I mean, they can't, some of these kids, they can't go to school or anything. I mean, they have completely almost imprison them in their areas and um you know what they're doing it's not i mean i don't want to compare them to like the germans and stuff and say but it's i mean pretty it's pretty damn close it's it's almost like a like i said this sounds really shitty and stuff but it, it's not i mean because <laughs> you're, believe you're me, just nervous because people will call you an i am just they're not say what you i mean they're not feel. fucking gassing the palestinians into all this other shit and put them in concentration camps but i mean you just think about how they're they still were segregating them off i think yeah it's like think of how the you know the jews were treated in germany and if you they know, need new away land, from the families they're just pushing them back and making yeah, more took their property you know, they are sent off these camps. They are, you know, imprisoned. I mean, removed from their family. They're doing the same fucking thing. It's like if you have family members in the West Bank and you live in the Gaza Strip, you may never see them. I mean, unless, I mean, I can't remember. There's like, um, I, I found something where it says like how many, like you were talking about the, like kind of like a toll tag thing or something. Like you have to have some kind of special 
passport kind of thing just to move. Yeah. I mean, just it's like, dude, I'm just trying to get to my other side of my other country, you know, but and I can't remember what they had, but they were saying like only like 4,000 people a year are allowed to pass between and stuff. And you have to get these permits and shit. I mean, it's yep. a lot of restrictions. insane, dude. It's insane. Well, I mean, it, it, if for whatever reason, America decided they wanted more in Mexico and we started pushing Mexican territory back further and further. I mean, yeah, we have more money. We have a bigger military force and we're stronger than them, but they would start fighting back. Why the hell wouldn't they? Mm -hmm. That only makes sense. I mean, they're already pissed off that we took Texas. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. They're taking it back. But I'm saying, Uh well, they're doing it in a different way. They're doing it in the nonviolent. They're just breeding into it. (laughs) But I mean, it's. That you, I would fully expect somebody if you, we kept on taking their land and pushing them further back, and eventually there's a cap on the other side too, where it starts another country and they can't go any further that way either. Eventually they're going to crack and they're going to start fighting back, and especially if we just wandered into there and said ours, and then started pushing them back. <laughs> it completely makes sense. I I don't yeah. I don't like. You know, the idea that they have to kill other people in order to get it. But, I mean, I can sort of understand why it would come to that. I mean, if somebody was doing the same shit to me and I felt no other option, I would fucking fight. Yeah, I saw a stat when I was looking through stuff where it said that right now, like like I said, before the British mandate was implied uh, back in the 40s where they had to split the country up. Of the land that Palestine owned at that time, they only have roughly 22% of it left now. Jesus. And you get to think, they only have a fifth of the land that they had before. And on that land, there's over 250 settlements alone built by the um, Israelis in the West Bank. They say that there's probably about 320,000 Israelis living in the West Bank and 200,000 otherwise that in Eastern Jerusalem where they also have settlements so, I mean, you're talking 500 plus thousand people that are on land that's not theirs that are occupying it. You know, it's kind of funny, too, because the land they take, they're kind of smart about it. If you look on the map or the like on the Gaza Strip and stuff, they take like the best land that's like near the water and stuff, <laughs> like the most fertile land. <laughs> they take the best shit. They know what they're doing. They're not dummies. Look, all Palestine has to do is get all the people that don't believe that we're overpopulated, find another little area on the earth where they can live and just move them there. Yeah. Problem it, solved. Yeah. We're not overpopulated at all. <laughs> yeah, it's not too hard to do. Maybe, maybe <laughs> Once ro- again, I just want to point out that if we really wanted to help a Jewish people like that, just read what the fucking Statue of Liberty's plaque says. Well, I mean, I don't have any problem. Like I said, this isn't a, a Jewish thing. Because like I said, that's why I wanted to point out the breakdown of the religion in the beginning. It's not... Because, in you know, you get that moniker, like I said, they're all known as Jews. They're not all Jews, and it's not the people. I mean, a lot of it's the government, because there's polls that have come out in the last couple of years where the opinions from the Jewish people, or say, God damn it, now I'm doing it, the Israeli people, um, are actually kind of starting to sway more, where they want a two-state solution, and they want the occupation to stop. You know, it's the government that's a hard line. It's that goddamn uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, who's their prime minister. Is that the guy? He's yeah. prime minister, right? Yeah. president. Um, that's what he, he's a fucking old, you know, hardliner. He's a prick. I mean, I can't stand that fucking dude, but I mean, he's kind of the one, but that's a problem. You know, the, the people still, for the most part are very ultra conservative. So they're putting people like him in charge. But 
Like I said, it's starting and to change. Us in the U.S. are not doing anything about it either. No, I mean, we're going to... I mean, one of the biggest PACs are over here, or lobbying group, is APAC, which is the Israeli lobbying group. And it's kind of funny, for such a small percentage of the population, and if you just talk Jewish, you know, people... Um, comparatively, they have so much fucking power, man. I mean, every year when they have the APAC, dude, it's like Obama will show up. I mean, the Bushes will show up. Every major figure, it's like Democrat and Republican go there to just kiss ass, and they talk about how much they love Israel. And You know, it's like we were saying earlier, if you say one bad thing about Israel, you're an oh, anti-Semite, yeah. and you're just fucking evil incarnate, you know? That's, that's the end of your political career. Yeah, it's like you, really is. you have to be up their ass, and I just don't get it, man. I mean, it's like, there was an initial agreement put in place, you know, before 67, before they had that six-day war, and things got out of whack. It's like, go back to the way the map was originally drawn, make Palestine, like, Palestine's not recognized by anybody except for the UN now. They passed a resolution on it, and of course, Israel and the United States are the only two votes against it to give them, like, statehood. <laughs> it's like, dude... Go back to the original lines, take your fucking occupation out, give them statehood, and it's done. I mean, I don't think Palestine's still going to be doing, you know, launching, you know, fucking, or having suicide bombers or shit. They're just, they want their fucking land. It's like, they, and they don't even want the whole thing back. They just, like, want it to go back to what it was in 67, which they hated at the time, but they're, like, ready to just say, yeah, we'll take it, you know, at this point. Fuck it. No shit. I mean, I feel bad for them. I've seen some documentaries on it and stuff. And like I said, in the news media over here is so pro-Israel. You only really get the one side. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, you really have to, you have to go through online sources. Well, they don't want to be... That's the other thing about America that I hate is we're not sympathetic for anyone, especially people that we would view our enemies. And since most Americans are Christians, Muslims are our enemies. Fucking asshole. Well, we're only sympathetic to certain people. Yeah, sort of. people. Yeah, people who pay seventy percent of what <laughs> we give them back to us in fucking federal funds towards military accounts. We, we do have sympathy. It's just not for everybody. anybody that doesn't benefit us in some way. Yeah, if you don't benefit us, or you're not one of us, and even then, you have to be a certain kind of one of us. No, we still love the enemy <laughs> of our enemy. You know, it's like Saddam. It's like uh, you know, we gave him all that. Those uh, biological weapons and stuff, and he used those on Iran and his own people and killed them off in the 80s. And, you know, Reagan and Bush are like, eh, that's okay. We hate Iran more. And then Bush Jr. gets in and 9-11 happens. He's like, dude, he killed all his people with these weapons. He's a monster. We got to take him out. It's like, dude, your fucking dad gave him to him and watched as he did it and fucking was like, eh. My favorite was the, uh, um, <laughs> I can't remember exactly which conference it was, but they, they were kind of talking about, you know, why are we going in Iraq? You know, they, they don't have any weapons of mass destruction. You know, your your facts are wrong. And he's like, well, I mean, you're, you're talking about a guy that tried to assassinate my dad. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. It's like, what? Okay, that's why we're going into this? Is some family vendetta? Like, what? Awesome. Glad all these thousands of soldiers have died. That's cool. Support your troops. That's kind of what I mean. Does that? What do you say? What it's do you just, mean? <laughs> no, it's, yeah. What exactly do you mean? I'm just saying that, you know. Is this a comment from the a, beginning of the show? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but hey, everybody. No, I'm just personal vendettas are kind of right there with a lot of religious talk, and Bush is no different than anyone else that was on that side because of the whole weapons of mass destruction, the end of time. Like it was just a big propaganda speech. Who the fuck knows why? Honestly, I would think that it had probably more to do with money. 
I think it, the majority of it had to do with money. Now, I will say that when he, I, I do think that legitimately his plan involved rebuilding because that's what we do. We well, take over shit and yeah, rebuild rebuilding it. with certain contractors <clears throat> that. Oh, yeah, sure. To, that happened to benefit Cheney. Yeah, um, happened to line his pockets. Here's the other thing that's funny about that, and this is why it was such a debacle. They don't know if the first thing about economics, and it showed because they were so adamantly believers in the market's going to take care of itself. No tax business when they went into Baghdad. Yeah. No taxing businesses. <laughs> there won't be a tax. Um, I know this doesn't really pertain to anybody that's outside of the DFW area. Because you can't listen to it. But there's this radio station on the AM. It's like 660 AM. Um, I didn't even know that it existed. I was just trying to find the uh, the Spurs heat game whenever I was driving home the other day. And I knew it would be on the AM station because that, for whatever reason, that's where they put all sports. Uh, except for Cowboys, they put it on the FM station. Mm. But anyway, so I found it. And it was on this station. And whenever I got home, I didn't change the radio station in my car. So whenever I got in it today, it was on that radio station and it just so happened to be on this very conservative uh, talk show, which was hilarious. I turned on my car. The first thing I heard was this jackass going, it doesn't matter why we went into Iraq. <laughs> That's the first thing I heard. We did it because I hate <laughs> our freedoms. Isn't that why? And then this guy proceeded to go into uh, Gitmo. And he's like, well, they're on a hunger strike. Let them. Let them kill themselves. It pro- it solves both problems. We get to close Gitmo, and we get rid of the terrorists. <laughs> he's right. He's got a good point there. That Can't, does actually get rid of the problem. Can't argue with that. I'm not really sure it's an ethical way and to get rid of the problem. But. He, he started complaining. He's like, look, I don't understand this hunger strike. These people are on an island in the Caribbean. Like, you know, he's trying to say like it's a fucking resort that they're in. He's like, they're on an island in the Caribbean. They were given the best food and the best treatment on the planet. Why would you be on a hunger strike? That's true. They get free medical and what? dental. And- Have you ever, ever been constrained in your life? You fucking cunt. Oh, my God. Like, I man, this guy really fucking got my fire going. He is a fucking cunt. Because he was just a complete and total moron. Yeah. Who has apps? And the, the problem is, is that he probably has more listeners than we do. Two miles under the surface, so they can't see anything. He probably definitely has more listeners than we do and more influence. And that's what pisses me off the most. He's on the radio. Honestly, then, that's that's, that's he my gets, problem. Uh, he gets callers in there and they're like, yeah, man, I totally agree with you. They should just fucking die. Yeah. What a great thing. And, you know, and then there was one guy that did call. Sorry to interrupt you. Uh, but there was one guy that called, and he's like, you know what? I have to disagree because there are people that are in Gitmo that did not you know, get a, a prosecution. They have not been tried for anything, and they may have done nothing wrong. And the guy's like, nope, they'd be in Gitmo for a reason. He just hung up on the dude. <laughs> like, didn't even give him the time of day. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. I don't, I don't fucking know anymore. Fucking. Oh, bogs. Come on, man. I'm going to stay silent for the rest of the show just so Box can talk. Go. Go. <laughs> I don't remember my point. That's my problem. Jesus Christ. I, I do hate the fact that so many of those motherfuckers so anyway, have more influence than we do. Eric, now. so how, how's it going on. over there? He is going to lay out on me. All right, cool. He, he will. Uh, We're ready to wrap this said, up. Though, Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want to say something still? No. Uh, What? 
Fuck you. <laughs> you fucking douchebag. God. Don't call me a douchebag. Call me whatever the fuck I want, bitch. You I want think, one I more? I think you did have a point. You need to give us your point. I don't remember my point. Really, dude? No, I, I forgot it. Oh, man. I was just going to, I think the only thing I was going to say is I do hate that there's a lot of conservative talk radio hosts that do that shit because I've heard that too and I've always been like, it fucking infuri- infuriates me when I'm driving home if I ever listen to it. So I stopped because it was starting to like make fucking my blood boil. You, dude. I got just, one. They make so many bad points. They make so many points that don't fucking matter. They make so many points like that that are supposed to be sarcastically funny and kind of witty and you're like, no, your morals are fucking stupid and mm. you can't, like, like that, like, yeah, we should let them kill themselves and now you solve both problems. Huh <laughs> huh. I love your satire, but it doesn't solve anything and it's certainly not an ethical way of doing things. And to the root of the nation's moral value of you get a trial no matter what. Like, yeah. What the fuck are you doing there? Because <laughs> who it, else can they take that from? Us. But he uh, he completely ignored the fact of why they were doing the hunger strike, um, and went on to talk about how you know we were putting tubes down the throat and force feeding them, and how some of the the people complained that it was uncomfortable. And he's like, well, if it's uncomfortable, what you do is you take a fork, and you take a knife, and you cut a little bit of your food off, and you eat it like a normal person. Wow, I'm glad you simplified it there for me, you cocksucker. You're so brilliant. I'm glad you're on the radio influencing all these jackasses that walk around here and you're just validating their opinion with your even more stupid opinion. Awesome. It's probably like uh, Hannity and Limbaugh, like the two big ones. Both of them are like fucking dropouts. and I don't know. They're fucking... What do you expect, man? I mean, you know what it is. They know that the people who listen to them are moronic, and they just throw them the red meat because then they get the phone calls. Yeah, yeah, motherfucker, right on. I mean, they know what they're doing. They're just stirring up the Like, I get it. It's a business, but you have to take into account that your actions and your words, they do resonate, and they do have influence, and they can sway people to be like Daniel. And it turns people into complete and utter... Monsters who have zero empathy for their neighbors, like like Daniel. Oh my God! Let's not I'm just throwing him under the bus. So saying, hard. Let's not <laughs> no, throw but people under the bus. I do honestly, though. I don't like an attitude Except like Daniel does have sometimes, where he has that little smart little joke that he throws in about hurting someone, or like how he doesn't care if somebody died, or you know what I'm saying? Like those little. Oh, small dude! I wish for death on people all the time. Like yeah. last week. Case in point, Michael. Some dude cut me out in traffic. Fuck you, die, And I just bitch. wanted him to die and, like, blow up and stuff. So this is why I don't like people who, who make those satirical little remarks about, you know, wishing ill on people and, and solving that kind of stuff. And, you know, sometimes, th- like, he's not Jonathan Swift. You know what I mean? He's not smart enough to be Jonathan Swift. He's yeah. not smart enough to have satire like that and come across as somebody who actually does care. Well, he here's always my comment. He just comes across as a fucking asshole. Because, like, somebody does something to somebody else and it's a bad thing and... You know, some people go in and be like, well, you know, maybe they'll die in a car accident or whatever. <laughs> um, mine is always, look, you just have to remember, eventually one day they're going to die. Don't worry, they're making, <laughs> they're making fucking more, dude. That's true. They'll never, How? They'll never I, be gone. I didn't explain, but eventually they will die. But then again, so will you. So Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. And so will I. I guess to sum, up, sum it all up. Uh, 
Israel needs to play nice. Yeah, be nice to one another. Stop, stop going and invading the land of the Palestinians. Let the poor people have their land, and let them travel. Have some empathy. Yes. Remember what happened to your grandparents and stuff. Be the bigger man there. Show a little kindness, and maybe it'll be returned. And you guys quit sucking their dick because they keep on giving you semen. Yeah, because there's not going to be any end time, so you're wasting your fucking time with that. And those billions of dollars, they could go toward, I don't know, maybe fucking education or something. Whoa, no, no, no. We we don't want some educated people in this country. That would only better things for everybody. We want it where only certain people have the benefit up top, and then everybody else gets the pennies and below. Good point. Yesterday... All my troubles seem so far away Now it looks as though they're here to stay Oh, I believe in yesterday Suddenly Michael's still an asshole Mm. He's not half the man he used to be There's a shadow hanging over me that didn't quite work because of the way that meter worked, whatever. What? Oh, yesterday came suddenly. Why she had to go, I don't know. She wouldn't say. I said something wrong. Now I'd long for yesterday. Yesterday. Yesterday, love was such an easy game to play. Now I need a place to hide away. Oh, I believe in yesterday. Why she had to go, I don't know. She wouldn't say. I said something wrong now I long for yesterday yesterday love was such an easy game to play now I need a place to hide away oh I believe in yesterday Mm-hmm. Good night, folks. Good I hope night. You enjoyed it.